here's the deal. So words, words are crazy. <laughs> words are real. Words have this ability to manifest itself in real life and to reality. People don't believe it, though. I'll even go farther. I'll even go farther. When you think, when you think, right, this will put it in perspective. When you think, do you think in words? You do. But here's the deal. When you speak, you speak in words. Can you think without words? You can't think without words, period. Think about that. We think in words. So if that's the case, that would tell me that words have, they are much more important, right? They're much more important because they they exist not only in the physical because we can say it, but they are also in the mind. So they're in a totally different place of consciousness, right? Which is kind of interesting, which is really kind of interesting. But, but why do I bring this up? Because how we talk to ourselves is really, really important. Because if you constantly doubt yourself, then in your mind, you're using words in order for you to articulate that emotion or that feeling. So you want to open up a business or you have a business idea. You don't think you could do it or you want to get this job, but you don't feel like you have the gift of gab in order to communicate effectively when you're in that interview to land that job. And you process this and you put that in your mind and you tell yourself these things. Well, ultimately, you're going to, in essence, create that circumstance for yourself. So either you're not ever going to get to the point where you're in the interview you're not going to take the time to sit down and write out the resume because you don't feel like you have the vocabulary. But you can do things to enhance that vocabulary so that you have those words that you need in order to manifest that thing for yourself. It's really, really crazy, but it's true. It's so very, very true. I'll give you an example, right? I knew all the time what that I wanted to open a gym. When I was a kid, I wanted to have a gym. So I spoke that stuff all the time. Okay. So then I got to a point where I got older and uh, my very first company, my very first company, was um, Sports Matrix. And um, I was working with athletes. I went from working with athletes to managing athletes to negotiating contracts with athletes. All right. And so there were components of what I wanted to do in there because I started out training athletes. But at that time, I didn't own an actual gym. Right. So I was using other gyms to train athletes. But what I did was I would write down every morning. I would sit down and I would just write out, you know how you write standards or sentences when you were like in elementary school, I will not talk in class and you have to write those like 500 times or whatever. But I would do that and I would just write it out and I would say it. I would write it out that, you know what I mean? I was going to open my own gym and I would write that up, write that out, write that out. I still have it around here somewhere. I got to find it, but I wrote it and wrote and wrote it and wrote it. And so years later, I was going through all my stuff, you know, just kind of cleaning up or whatever. And I found that journal. And when I looked in that journal and I went through all those pages, at that time, I actually owned a gym. Actually, I was on gym number two. I actually owned a gym. It was crazy. But I wrote it out. I spoke it. I believed it. I made it real in here. And therefore, it ultimately manifested itself in real life, in the physical, which is insane. There were times where, you know... I wanted an object. I wanted something, right? Um, so say a car or whatever the case may be. And so I put it in my mind. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to get this or whatever the case may be. And there's times where I would not think about it because I would be on my motorcycle or I would just be doing whatever. And um, eventually I look up and dang, I got that car. I have it. It's sitting right there. Um, it could be a trip. It could be going somewhere. It could be, you know, I want to, I want to work with these people. I want to do this. or I want to do that. And then I would speak it. And eventually I would look back and dang, it happened. 
it happen. Words are powerful. Here's the opposite. Words can also tear other people down. So the words that you say to others, you know what? Here's my take on that. I believe that I am rubber. No, 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 no. You are rubber. I am glue. What I say or project at you, it'll bounce off you. It sticks to me because I'm the glue. So here's the deal. Even though I might say things about someone else, if I'm saying it to them, yeah, it's going to have a direct impact. They may be strong enough to just be like, all right, whatever, that's bullcrap. You're crazy. At the same time, though, as I'm saying that, I am also hearing that. I'm also hearing that. So I'm also taking that in on myself. See, your words that you communicate, your words that you share, they should empower others. They should bless others. They should motivate others. They should inspire others. Because you got to keep in mind, you're putting that out into the atmosphere. You're going to hear it yourself. So you're also taking that in. You're consuming that information. So that also is going to have an effect on you ultimately at some point, if not in that very moment, because you consumed it. You downloaded it. It's crazy. You put it out there and in return, you also download you put it out there to put it on someone else but that someone else might be stronger than you think they are and they're rubber it's going to bounce off of them and you're glue and it's going to stick back to you so you got to be careful with what you do with these words personally i find power in communicating to myself i have this thing where i think out loud i know people will think i'm crazy but um i like to hear things the way I feel they should be received and I will communicate. I guess it's not communicating. I'll say it out loud. Not very low, not very high rather. I'll say it out loud so that I can hear it because I want to make sure that the message is received the correct way and that I'm using the right words. Now, in terms of thinking and speaking on my feet quickly, I'm pretty confident in, 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 with that and I, and, and I can do that. At the same time though, I'm always weary that the words that I communicate might not be received the way I want them to receive and be received because I know me, I can be very direct. Um, but I'm always careful because I don't want to come off abrasive. It's interesting because when I do that, I want to make sure that I'm going to say it in a way where I would want it to be said to me. Now, trust me, we're human. There are times where that's not going to happen. There's times where I'm going to communicate it and it's going to just be boom, direct in your face, served up cold. Yes, there are times when that happens, but there are times when that's necessary. And keep in mind, I know what's happening in those times because the reality is I may need to hear it that way also. I know that I'm going to consume that. And sometimes I'll spit it out. I'll say it. And there are times where I'm like, oh, that hurt. It hurt me to say that. And so I have to go back and clean that up. It needed to be said that way at that time doesn't mean that it didn't hurt. And it may not even have hurt that person as much as it hurt me to say it. You might be like, well, why would you even do that? Because everything has its purpose. Everything has its time. Sometimes certain people need to be or need to receive communication in a certain way. You yourself, for instance, for me, I like to be I like people to be very direct, very upfront um, with me. Uh, I don't I don't like people that pussyfoot around. I don't I don't like that. I don't like people that beat around the bush and they want to sugarcoat things and stuff like that. I'm 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 not that guy. I don't like that. 
at all. I would rather you tell me something. Regardless of how you think it's going to make me feel, I would rather you tell me. If it makes you uncomfortable to tell me something, then maybe you need to get an assistant to help you to tell me something. And whereas for me, I'm just going to tell you. I'm not going to worry about how it's going to make you feel. And the reality is, is I'm telling you this because I know it's going to help you. I'm not telling you this because I'm here to tear you down. Will I consider your emotion? Absolutely. I know that this might make you feel a certain way, but the reality is if I don't tell you, it could hurt you down the line. So what would you rather me do? Now, here's the other side of that. As I'm telling you what I'm telling you, I am hearing it and I am consuming that information because I'm telling you the way I would prefer to hear it because I'm telling you the information that I need you to know as I consume it. It is also benefiting me. I am not telling you this to tear you down. I'm telling you this to bless you, to edify you. It's all about exhortation. I want to uplift you. I want you to be better. I want you to grow. Listen to me. I'm consuming that. So I am doing the same things for myself. I'm taking all of that in. It is very important that I communicate in this fashion. Every conversation does not go that way. Neither does every conversation have to go that way. Everything has its place and you have to judge it. At the same time, you have to always keep in mind that everything you're putting out, you're going to take in. You're going to grab that information. You're going to consume it when you do. You have to process it. You have to put it in its proper place. You have to categorize it, whatever the case may be. If you provide feedback that you can't receive yourself if the tables were turned, it might be time for you to, or it might be an opportunity for you to step back, really change how you're going to communicate that feedback and communicate it in a way that makes sense under the circumstance. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're softening it up so that you can receive it. At the same time, if you're a just harsh, abrasive person all the time, that's a turnoff. I know people like that. That's a turnoff. And so for them, I don't want to hear about their day. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't. They're always all the time. No, 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 no. Who has time for that? I I don't want to do that because that energy is the energy that I'm also consuming. And I don't want to consume that energy when I'm up here. We want to stay positive. We want to be thinking on a high level. We want to be communicating on a high level. We want to be processing things on a high level. At the same time, as we consume stuff, we want to consume stuff that's going to build us, things that are going to, you know, empower us. We don't want to be consuming things that are going to tear us down. So for yourself in the morning, when you get up, you get up, you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you gargle and you do whatever it is your routine is. You take a shower, you know, you get your hair done. In that process, are you spending time or are you taking time to ready yourself for the day by, by empowering yourself? Sometimes you don't have to always listen to others. Like, you know, I'll get up, and um, I'll listen to to different people, you know, Myron Golden, uh, E.T., you know, I'll listen to E.T. I'll listen to different people, you know, who have something great to say or um, people that they may be somewhere where I'm trying to get to. And so for me, I'm aiming at them and I'm like, OK, let's see what they dropped this morning. Cool. I'm going to go listen to what it is that they dropped because, you know, if I have a competitive nature and I've got to make sure that I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm following suit, but not so much that I'm following, but I am on that same trajectory in terms of my consistency consistency or in terms of the frequency on which I'm putting out content or whatever it is that I'm doing. If I'm in business, if I'm mentoring, if I'm working on projects, I have to motivate myself though. So before I even get to them, I'm already spending time with my affirmations. I'm already motivating myself. I'm getting fired up. Whatever it is, you know, I have things that are set around that I can lay hand on. Just like when you were playing ball, maybe you 
come out the tunnel. When you come out the tunnel, you got a message up top. You touch that message. You believe in that message. You quote that message. You repeat that message. You make that message real in your performance. And so for me, that's what I do. And then I say it out loud. Like I'm one of those guys where like I can read and quiet and in silence, but I don't get as much reading in silence as I do when I stand up and I read out loud. And I know my kids think it's crazy. And so that's why I kind of do it in private. My my wife totally understands it. And then for some people, they understand it. But I remember um, Bishop Kenneth Omer a long time ago, you know, he was telling me, he was saying that, telling me, he was telling the congregation that that was what he did. And so I was like, you know what, that's interesting because I always read out loud, but I never tried it standing up and walking around. So I tried it. And I tell you, I swear, I think I like memorized almost everything that I read. So Listen, words are powerful. Be careful how you use them. Don't use them to tear down because if you use them to tear down, you're going down with the ship. I promise you, you're going down with the ship. You might not believe it. There is no place for stinking thinking except for in the toilet. There's no place for stinking thinking except for in the garbage. So if you... Go ahead and verbalize your stinking thinking, then you're going to consume it. And you know what happens when you have a diet full of crap and fast food and all this. You know, you start to feel terrible and you will begin to feel terrible or it will manifest its terrible self in your daily walk in your business and whatever it is that you do, your investments, um, your relationships. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I had a buddy of mine, rest in peace, Eric Arrington, my guy, my guy, my big bro. I miss this dude. Like that's my, my dog. Eric would always say, you know, it's not what you go through. It's how you go through it. Eric was like, he was this ball of light. You know, Eric was bound to a wheelchair. You know what I mean? He had, he had been shot several times in the back protecting someone else. And um, he, he literally grabbed the guy and turned around and stood in front of the gun. And this kid just ripped it to him. And um, Eric died on the table, was brought back. And um, I think it happened. He died on the table a couple times and, and, and brought back. And, but when you talk to Eric... It was like talking to an angel. It was like talking to, um, man, he was just this, this, this all inspiration. I mean, he taught me, he taught me so much, but the one lesson, I would say the biggest lesson that I learned from Eric was even in negativity, even in a negative situation, you can find positivity. You can find the positive. You can communicate the positive. You can relay the positive. There is room. It's in there. You got to find it. And Eric had this amazing, amazing ability in every situation to find the positive. And so I have been working for years to learn that. And and what was awesome, I had one time where I was talking to this guy. Um, we were we were I was at a university and um you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the office. He and I are having a discussion and we're talking about all these different moves that are being made and the things that I'm, you know, doing and working on and stuff. And he's just, every time he would just go to the negative and he would find the darkness in it and it's just down. And he always, and I just, I didn't see that stuff that he was seeing, all the stuff he was saying as he was communicating to me. I didn't see the negative that he was talking about. All I saw was positive, positive, positive. And so I'm seeing great things. I'm hearing great things. And, but he's communicating them in a way where they're just really, really downright. So I'm like, okay, 
you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, how can I motivate this guy? But he stops me and he goes, you know, it's kind of interesting. He's like, this whole entire conversation, you've had nothing but positive things to say. It's kind of amazing that you find the positive in all this negativity. And for me, it was like, dang, I think I'm starting to get it. It's starting to click. I want it to click for you, but you got to work on it. You got to work on it. If you find yourself or you catch yourself saying things that are negative or things that are just not you know, they're just not the positive, right? It's just, not, I'm gonna tell you, my son's car. Um, you know, I, I had one of my old cars and I, I was like, oh, you can, you can get it. You can, you can, uh, you can have it. And he got it. And, um, it's like, cool. You know, now I'm like, all right, man, this is expensive car. You know, you're going to have to really take care of it or whatever. Right. And I know a lot of people are like, nah, you don't give him a car, you know, let him go work for it or whatever. His first car, he's a new driver. Hey, I'd rather him bang up an old car before we go buy, go buy a new car. Right. So part of me was thinking, part of me wanted to say, you know, this is going to be a big expense for him. At the same time, I didn't think that, you know what I thought? I did. I like that thought. As soon as it came, there was like something in me that like went bow and punched that freaking thought out of there. And in my head, I was like, wow, I just got paid because don't have to pay for gas. I just got some money back. Don't have to pay for his gas. He's got a job. You got to get, he got to take care of his own, own gas. I don't have to pay for his insurance. I don't have to drive him around. I got my time back, which for me is extremely valuable. I don't have to put gas in that car. Ching, put that money back in my pocket. Don't have to cover his insurance. Put that money back in my pocket. Don't have to take care of that car, get it painted, do all the things and tune up stuff like that. So I'm like, wait a minute. Hey, wait. I just got a little bit richer. All right. <laughs> I was like, that is awesome. It was all about how I was structuring it and framing it in my mind. And then the words that I applied to that whole circumstance and then punching that potentially negative thought and crushing it and not allowing it to take residence up in here. So work on it. Look at the situation. Find the positive. Speak the positive, consume the positive, share the positive. You're going to influence and inspire others. All it takes is the right word. Peace.